today. Dr. Fauci, everyone's favorite con man, faces calls to resign after a shocking new report comes out about the U.S. government funding the Wuhan Research Lab. Uh, Anthony Blinken is not aware of any hostage-like situation in Afghanistan because, I mean, look, the Taliban has assured him that there is nothing to see here. And also Portland will ban travel to Texas to protest the abortion law. I say Great. We didn't want you here anyway, but we will see what the guests have to say when we start the show right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Tuesday. We hope everyone had a wonderful, enjoyable, restful, extra uh, holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. And I am joined today by Blaze TV contributors, both Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show, and Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake on YouTube, also known as Young Repa 59. Seeing that you're introducing us, I I just want to mention something. I want to reintroduce you to the audience as the entrepreneur businesswoman that you are. So congratulations on your new makeup line. Oh, thank you. The lipstick. Thank you. Yes, I'm beauty. Yes, American Beauty. American Beauty by Sarah.com. Get it. And and it looks as good in person. Thank you. As it probably does on screen. Thank you. I am wearing firecracker today. And, um, you know, I just feel like we all talk so much about conservatives needing to step up and be competitive in the space. In the marketplace. Yes, in the space. And I said, I feel like I'm being called to do that. This is one of my passions. Uh, I feel very strongly about it. And I wanted to just do it. Yeah, and the moms out there, support a mom, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur all at the same time because you can do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. You can. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But now that you mention it, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Uh, and we do, we are selling out of some uh, colors already, which is great. Awesome. But also, like, hurry and, and get your order in. Uh, all right. So that was the News and White Matters. That's all we have for you today. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what matters. <laughs> uh, let's get into the headlines of the day. So Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, who, you know great friend of the program we all know and love here uh never contradicts himself always is on the up and up and always bases his recommendations on pure science and data and nothing else not political at all here uh he actually is now facing calls to resign and really answer for a shocking report this was published by the intercept which is another uh, media outlet about the so-called gain-of-function research that the National Institute of Health funded at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Now, um, The Intercept submitted a a FOIA request, right? So Freedom of Information uh, Act request. And there, there was like 900 pages worth of documents. And The Intercept found in these documents evidence that the National Institute of Health issued a, quote, bat coronavirus grant to a group called EcoHealth Alliance for $3.1 million, including 599000 that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used, in part to identify and alter bat coronaviruses likely to infect humans. 
So uh, the materials show that uh, the they were 2014 and 2019 NIH grants to EcoHealth with subcontracts to WIV funded gain of function research as defined in federal policies in effect through 2014 to 2017 and potential pandemic pathogen enhancement as defined in federal policies in effect uh, 2017 to present. So, that, yep. you know, it's interesting, you guys. Um, uh, by the way, the materials reveal that the resulting novel laboratory-generated SARS-related coronaviruses also could infect mice that were engineered to display human receptors on their cells. So these are humanized mice, essentially. And uh, it's interesting. This, this, puts, uh, oh, yeah. this puts government yeah. in quite a predicament because we do, as you guys know, we do have Anthony Fauci on record uh, during one of his, me- well, several of his many, yes, uh, congressional testimonies vehemently denying any part in gain-of-function research. No, 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 my department did not fund that. I don't know what you're talking about. That is not true. That is not the definition. I, I don't know if you guys out there recall this, but let me just refresh them before before I get your, your thoughts, gentlemen. Let me refresh the audience on uh, Senator Rand Paul grilling Dr. Fauci on gain-of-function research. Watch. Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? Dr. Barrick does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is... It's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina, not You don't think inserting in a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That you is would not... You in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So do you still support sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the the Wuhan uh, Virology Institute. Do you support sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency and a sub-grant. Do you support the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected or perhaps it would be in China. Now, I'm old enough to remember uh, when you were called a conspiracy theorist, yep. when you were kicked off of social media, you were deplatformed for suggesting that this coronavirus was created in a lab, yet the more we uncover about this seems to be exactly what has happened. By the way, all of this lines up with Fauci's emails that we have seen where, you know, they would start discussing something about gain of function, uh, something about the Wuhan lab. And all of a sudden the emails would say, "Uh, are you available for a quick call? Why don't we get on the phone and discuss this? Hint, hint, please stop 
emailing about mm-hmm. this and leaving paper trails. Uh, so all of this seems to uh, align. I, I don't think either of you at this table are surprised at this, but it is interesting to see, I feel like, the rest of society come to terms with what we have been uh, saying for a while here, and to have the evidence to back it up is huge, but will anything happen? From day one, right? From day one, at least the three of us, and I know, and I want to pull something up here real quick. This is live, live website, okay? This okay. is this is Echo Health Live. Now, go. Okay, emerg- and this is the hold on. This is this, this is, is the, the company organization, right? The organization that, that the funded, NIH granted okay, from yeah, 2014 to 17. Yes. This is their website now, as we're sitting here on okay. the show. Emergency Infectious Diseases Southeast Asia program info. Echo Health Alliance EIDH Research is part of the NAID funded centers for research. On their website, mm-hmm. it says that they're funded. Right now, you go on and you find out that Peter Peter Dayzak, who's their president hit that they received $40 million from the Pentagon. Well, it's just $40 million. From the Pentagon, <laughs> okay? Oh, wow. why the Pentagon? Because yeah. the same day, Zach, in a Columbia University report, wrote that there's a direct connection, and he depicted the pandemic in such, in, in military terms, that it is a military weapon. That a pandemic, pandemic could be militarized, right? Mm-hmm. Then they scrubbed that, they pulled it off, uh, and, and he wrote this in a paper called Donald Rumsfeld's Prescient Speech. Look it up. Okay, so $40 million from the Pentagon. Why is the Pentagon wow. involved in, in, you know, research for a virus, right. right? On their own website, they say we receive funding, right, from the U.S. government today. This is how bold these people are, Eric. Mm. He can go and lie to the American people and go, never, we don't receive funding anymore. And they even leave it on the front page of the website. Have we not seen this before? I mean, this is, yeah. this, this is why it's so laughable. So I question every single thing Fauci has ever done because there's motive behind it. A hundred percent loaded for a different outcome that's not for the American people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, all it does is really confirm what we knew before. We talked about it on the show when Rand Paul was, he's grilled him a few different times yeah. on this subject matter. And every single time we kind of talked about it and every time he got brought up, he felt, Fauci that is, kind of offended that he would dare be questioned like this because Rand Paul was one of the first ones that were like, dude, I don't care about all of these people that you have riding for you. You need to basically atone for your sins, right? right? And like you mentioned in the emails, it, it seemed like they were at least knowledgeable on it. We know because listed in that initial uh, report by that Wuhan lab, they specifically <laughs> list uh, them uh, having been funded. You thought that should have been the end of it. And now mm-hmm. they have, of course, all of this information uh, with the Intercept uh, requesting it. And how it works is that basically they're dependent on and the authoritarian left does a very good job at that. They really depend on you never looking into it yourself. So you only take it at surface level. And this is why a lot of them have been able to get get away with the crimes. It's like that story that so many of the authoritarian left publications ran with that about Oklahoma. It was a blatant lie. It was not true. Yet they ran with it because it 
meant uh, everyone's taking yeah. horse, ho ho horse dewormer. There's no room it, for gunshot victims in South in, in, in like a Southern ER. Oklahoma. Like yeah. yeah, there's plenty of gunshot uh, victims in rural Oklahoma. That's right. exactly what's happening out there. It's just silly. <laughs> but it goes to show that they depend on you just not even running with it. Because think about it. In that story, what if the hospital, the Sequoia, uh, didn't come out and say, well, this is false. Yep. That would happen. Then it stays. Then it stays. It's fact. It's yeah. just it's just fact. And depend. in some ways, it already is. Yeah, stayed. because it, it, yeah. it, it got so far. It's too late yeah. to bring it back. You know, the lie spreads yeah. a lot further, uh, certainly than the truth. Yeah. But yeah, he this man obviously should be in prison. And I would I'm not going to say I would give him leeway. But looking at this specifically dealing with coronavirus, uh, uh, you know, a coronavirus, yeah. that's what makes it kind of weird that we're dealing with that pandemic right now. And this is why he got so offended when he was like, wait a minute, you're trying to basically say that I'm responsible in some way or this organization or rather this agency is responsible in some kind of way for the uh, for what's happening right now all around the world. And whereas like, I'm not saying you are, but I'm not saying you're not either because yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. We at minimum know that you have been funding, let's say, what they deem as gain of function. And all they're doing is playing a semantic game at right. the end of the day. You guys, millions upon millions of dollars, went to go fund research pertaining to a virus, trying to figure out if it could move between basically hosts of different species. That's 100%. literally gain 100%. of function by, by textbook definition, but he's playing a semantic game. So hopefully this should forget. I, I mean, if he steps down, awesome. I, I hate seeing a man on TV. But he belongs behind bars. Yes. I just want to be clear about but, that. But will that happen? No, probably no. won't. He no, probably, like I said earlier, he'll get away with the loot. That's not yeah. going to happen. And look, there's been smoke. The first, I want to break it down as simple as it can be. When that guy was the only guy to survive the Trump administration mm. into the next administration, you should have had all question already. Okay, because anything Trump, they just, as, they just eliminated. Mm -hmm. But yet he survived. He's been surviving. He's like a dinosaur. Yeah, on the hill, he's been, right? Yeah. There's so been much there smoke. There has to be fire. And, and he said something in that video, North Carolina. Don't be done with North Carolina. This thing hits close. My opinion, it hits way closer than home. There's a correlation on some of the research that was done in our country, funded in our country, funded in Wuhan by our government. We, there's way more going on here, yeah. even domestically, on, on, this, on this COVID issue. Absolutely, which makes it so bizarre, right? I, I don't know if that's really the term that we need to use. But, you know, he's coming out now, basically repeating himself from what he said in 2020 and suggesting that, well, all the hospitals again may be getting overwhelmed. It's like I was yelling like remix because that's basically what, <laughs> what, what what exactly that this is, because this is I'm getting deja vu, man. Yeah. Here yeah. we are. That's again. how they play. Just hit it again. Yeah, just play it, it again. It worked yeah. the first time. I mean, we got to go, go, go for it again. Spin it. Run it back, DJ. So <laughs> the, the why are we here? We should have just re-aired something <laughs> from last year. Yeah, Exactly. It would have been just as relevant. It would have been just as relevant but that's the scary part because that leads me to believe that maybe he's going to get away with it right exactly that, is, that right. because he he did he i mean this guy has been botching public health for a very long time i mean you want to look at the age uh hiv Ooh. situation Ooh. he was right there AZT. in the center centerpiece of that and it's bizarre how long this man has been that part is for sure bizarre how long he's that been that tells you who protects him Bingo. Right. That's exactly what I was about to say. That right. shows that something else is going on because a guy like that botched that situation and yet still he still he's around. He survived the Trump ad man. Like you mentioned, Biden was trying to get rid of everything. For some reason, he survived. 
Something is going on. And I think he obviously has his own personal interest as to why this can has to keep getting kicked down the road, which is why he says some things, which it doesn't matter. We say all the time, like, dude, none of this makes sense. This is not, you, you get to contradict yourself. Um, this is not scientific. In fact, it's ascientific, but he still gets to say it as if he has something to gain from this continuing to go on. This man belongs in prison, period. Yeah, I agree. I just, I, I long for the day that people finally put the blame where it belongs yes. instead of, oh my gosh, orange man bad. Yeah. He, orange man is responsible for all these deaths. It's like, uh, actually your boy over here yeah. was the one who was who literally the funding <laughs> the program. Yeah. So maybe we should start blaming him. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, including Anthony Blinken says uh, he is just not aware of any hostage-like situations in Afghanistan. Um, listen. The Taliban has assured him that Americans are just fine. Okay, so, uh, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So, uh, if you have a lot of equity in your home, maybe you've got 50,000, 100,000, more than that, but you've got to know that cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners. If you have a lot of equity in your home, you have a great chance that foreign and domestic criminals can come after you through home title theft. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Uh, by the way, Home Title Lock, which is America's leader in home title protection, is alerting homeowners. You're not going to believe this. If you have not heard this yet, they could be a victim. You could be a victim if you own a home and you wouldn't know it yet. So here's how it happens. Cyber thieves, they search a bunch of public databases for high equity homes. And then if it's yours, they pull your home's online title. They can forge your signature stating that they sold your home. And then they can take out loans using your equity. They can sell your home. They can do whatever the heck they want. And you're not going to be covered by any insurance program, any banking program, any common identity theft program. But home title lock will protect you. All right. You got to protect your most valuable asset register your address to see if you have already been a victim receive a complete title history of your home that is a hundred dollar value for free only if you go to hometitlelock.com do not be caught when it's too late i'm telling you guys register your address that's all you got to do get that title uh search a hundred dollar value for free at hometitlelock.com that is hometitlelock.com Biden administration secretary of state Anthony Blinken uh, responded to claims that, uh, I mean, if you have eyeballs and you've been paying attention to the situation in Afghanistan, you know that dozens of Americans, at least and perhaps hundreds of Afghan allies are being held by the Taliban at uh, the airport in Afghanistan, unable to board privately chartered planes out of the country. Um, but Blinken says, look, this is it's not I'm not aware of any hostage like situation. Um, you know, I mean, listen, the Taliban told him it was fine and because that's who we work with now. Apparently there are partners. There are. Look, forget the Afghan allies. Now we have Taliban allies and surely they wouldn't steer us wrong. Um, you know, it's not like they want to ultimately kill us all. That's, it's not like that's their end goal, right? right? right. That's, yeah. that's not the case. Uh, but let's listen to Blinken saying, look, he's not aware of a hostage-like situation, as if, therefore, it doesn't exist. Watch. We've been assured, again, that all American citizens and Afghan citizens with valid travel documents will be allowed to leave. And again, we intend to hold the Taliban to that. Uh, they've upheld that commitment in at least one instance in the last 24 hours uh, with a, a family that was able to leave through an overland route. Uh, and we are not aware of anyone being held on an aircraft or any hostage-like situation 
in Mazari Sharif. Now, I want to I want to kind of dig, get a little deeper into this story because it does hit close to home. Uh, the six planes that the Taliban were holding hostage, uh, they were it was it was Glenn. <laughs> and I know you worked very closely with Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund on this. So Absolutely. I'd like for you, I feel like yeah. you can explain it better than I can. Yeah, so number one, that happened. is a blatant lie, mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, that's okay. what they've been doing this entire blatant time. Blatant lie. Glenn, again, the Nazarene Fund and Glenn and the team and Mercury One raised a ton of money, flew over on their own as, a, as, a, as NGOs, non-government organizations. Planes got grounded. They need what's called dip clearance. This is State Department, mm. U.S. State Department, right. by the way, that has to give clearance for those planes to fly. People, They grounded Glenn's planes. I got a call last week, Wednesday, from another organization, Furious, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and said, can you help us? They just grounded our planes, two planes, connected that organization with Glenn's organization mm. to hopefully see if we can't reroute some of the resources yeah. from Glenn's, because Glenn's getting a lot of heat and attention to this other organization. Still, we're talking about it with Americans literally at the airport there with American private planes on the tarmac and they're not allowed to fly. That, uh, this is first hand, Sarah. This is no nonsense, okay? This is absolute lie. And, and since when do we take instruction from the Taliban? And since when do, when, when do we do surveillance and clearance through the Taliban? And since when, yeah, when, when, since when do we hand the manifest, the flight manifest, and, and then they hand over the manifest to over. the Taliban? Why not call Glenn back and say, Glenn, um, you, you know, whoa, that's right. They told Glenn they were going to come after him. The State Department literally went and told Glenn, we're going to come after you if you don't stand down. This is an atrocity. And it's not just, it, look, Glenn's organization, uh, Nazarene Fund, is the most prominent. Mm-hmm. But there are others. There's special, former special force yeah. operations guys that are there with airplanes, private U.S. airplanes, to take Americans out. And they're not allowed to take off. They're not allowed to fly. Wait, so, Eric, I want to get your thoughts. But why do you think, why? Why? Why because would the State Department, ma- when, what when, reason would they have? It's for the same reason if you talk to Mark Geist now in Benghazi and say, Mark, how did you guys get home from the rooftop? Oh, on a private plane. Oh, that's right. Hillary left our troops. They had to charter a private plane. So they just uh, want to cover up their It's a own. black eye mm-hmm. to go, oh, private organizations in America had to come save our people. That's how dismal this government is. You'd rather just say there's no hostages. The Taliban assured us there's nobody here. We're not going to. Have you heard them mention private planes on the tarmac? No way. Have you? They just treat it like it's not happening. Mm. But it's a fact. It's a hundred percent verifiable fact. We have assets on the ground, private American citizens, right? Even if they were former military, they're now citizens who are going in to that hellhole to go rescue Americans, and they're told to stand down, right? Incredible. Flight clearance not given. From State Department. And when State Department got pushed by the Nazarene Fund, State Department told the Nazarene Fund, we're getting our directives directly from the White House. Of course they are. Of course they are. Yeah, this is a sticky situation. I mean, it's it's so difficult to find, like, the understanding how corrupt, when you talk about the State Department, how corrupt they are and their involvement in this whole entire mess. Of course, they're going to cover it up to a certain degree to, to where they don't look that bad because anytime... You know, private individuals are able to do something that the government cannot do because they were incompetent. <laughs> they don't like that. Yeah. But nonetheless, what we're what we're <laughs> dealing with here, the reality, like you said, being clo- it being close to home, 
It's the semantic game like we talked about with the last segment. Mm-hmm. Hostage. This is a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's going to be a pay-to-play situation as well, which is all definitely when you understand what happens out there in the Middle East. It's like, yeah, we'll start letting people get up out of here. Y'all probably need to start lining us up with this, this, and that. Is that stuff more than likely going to get covered exactly what that is when one day you wake up Wednesday, oh, all the plans were now allowed to leave? It ain't like the Taliban just up in good faith said, all right, I guess now it's time that you guys can leave. No, someone got laced up. And that really goes to show who is in the sort of the the position not only to negotiate and that maybe the Taliban, it's not maybe, they they simply don't fear these guys like at all. They don't fear any sort of repercussions or certainly anything. But the semantic game obviously is going to be offensive to people that are directly involved in this and understand that this is a sticky, a very sticky situation. These guys, but I mean, to their credit, I'd never knock anybody for going to put their life on the line to try to do something good. I don't care how ill-advised it is. They're not required to do that, but they saw that there was a situation. The government wasn't going to help them, so they wanted to go out there and do it uh, themselves. No matter how ill-advised, which I've seen a lot of talk on that, why would you even go do that? That's neither here nor there. For the same reason, I wouldn't demonize someone for trying to fight off aggression. Here, I'm not going to do it there. But what you're seeing, unfortunately, is the State Department. I wonder how involved they actually are in this situation. Again, we're never going to know. Um, Maybe we can kind of get some stuff, you know, maybe under the the table, kind of try to figure out what's going on. But I don't know exactly how involved they are, because as soon as I heard that story, I was like, this stinks. It just stinks, like it stinks to high hill. Eric, I'll say this to you. There has to be negotiations in the background between State Department and the Taliban on a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's oil in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. It's whoever controls the Middle East. We're playing poker, Uh and the cards are American lives at this point. And this private sector has stepped up and said, we want to go do something, right? But here's what I want to happen. The Nazarene Fund evacuated 2,100 people before they grounded the plane. So Nazarene, they got 2,100 out. They wanted to get out 7,500, somewhere around there, right? After 2,100, because they snuck in and got people out, they got grounded. I want the 2,100 that came home to take to social media and say, here's my name, this is where I live, the U.S. government left me behind, and this organization called the Nazarene Fund came and got me. Mm-hmm. And let that story come, because they can't stop that. And they'll block it, but, but let's run it through here. Let the people speak up and yeah. give America the truth, yeah. because that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. All right, we've got more to come, uh, including Portland. The city council, they're like, we're, we, you know what? We don't agree with Texas's new laws, so we're going to stop doing business with them and <laughs> going there. And we're like, cool. Thanks. That sounds great. Uh, <laughs> more on that in a minute. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So uh, some of you out there, you may be just one of the unlucky ones who happens to have the gene with male pattern baldness. And, you know, I, I think guys get embarrassed about it. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's nothing you did. It's nothing, uh, you know, that you did wrong. However, there is something you can do right about it, which is get connected with Keeps, okay? Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. And uh, hundreds of thousands of men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Now, what Keeps does is they offer doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatments. However, they are generic versions of the same thing you're going to get. So you are going to get the same treatment, but at half 
the cost. All right, you can do everything online. You answer a couple questions, take a couple pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, and they send it directly to your door. All right, you can also connect to your Keeps Doctor 24-7, track your progress with Keeps Progress Tracking Tool. Let's get you started with a special discount. If you go to keeps.com, that is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y, you will get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. That is five zero half off. If you go to keeps.com slash Y, that is keeps.com slash Y. Before we get to Portland, I would just like to give an update to the uh, Texas, the new Texas heartbeat law that is in effect as of right now in Texas. The Justice Department actually said that it will not tolerate violence against anyone who is trying to obtain an abortion in Texas uh, as they explore, uh, of course, a challenge, whatever their options will be for a challenge to the state law. So Merrick Garland said the Justice Department would, quote, protect those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services uh, under a federal law known as the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Um, And again, I mean, I I don't think it will be too much longer before we do see the Justice Department uh, hand something over to Texas, file some sort of a lawsuit against us. Do you have Yeah, I do. I was that? with, I, I wrote a bill that Governor Stitt in Oklahoma signed against sex trafficking, yes. but the moment he signed my bill, the bill he signed right before me was the heartbeat bill in Oklahoma. And that's about to come into effect and become law. So you're going to mm-hmm. see other states. So I know for a fact Oklahoma is coming right on Texas's heels here for it to become, you know, the law. They signed the heartbeat bill and others are going to come too. So Texas is not going to stand alone on this hill for long, Sarah. There's other states that's going to be able to bolster support. And I, I personally think Roe v. Wade gets turned, honestly. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to see it. I, we have a window here. Uh, you I'm are telling you. so much more optimistic. No, but just than because I am. I'm in, I'm telling you. I think. Watch. There's a there's a snu- It's going to catch them by surprise because their eye is on a whole lot of other things. And because this snuck in, they're like, "How in the heck did that happen in Texas?" Well, newsflash: It's already signed in Oklahoma. I was there for the signing. Mm. Okay. So, and other states are coming too. So, I think. Now, the people are speaking up. I'm, I'm very positive about that. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's interesting the language that Merrick Garland uses because I, I feel like, I mean, it's already like violence against other people is already illegal. So yeah. it is interesting that they're like, well, we are, we're not going to tolerate violence against the people who are committing mm-hmm. violence against their babies. We're not going to tolerate that. It's like, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like, you're not allowed to assault people already. I don't think we need the Justice Department to, like, nope. come and threaten us that with anything exists. like that. Yeah. Um, but let me, okay, so let me throw the other story about this into the mix. So the Portland City Council uh, plans to vote on prohibiting business transactions with the state of Texas over this new law. And uh, they said they they want to ban trading goods and services and bar city employee business travel to Texas, which is weird. I didn't realize that they even had a government because yeah. they just, I mean, there's like, this is, that's a great picture yeah, yeah. of Portland. Hello, I, 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 wait, where, where is, where is the city, where's the city council there? Where's the mayor there? Where's the city government there? I don't see them. So you mean, that's, I'm just shocked about that part. We're not going to send any of our zoo to Texas. Thank you. Thank you for not. And I have a friend <laughs> called Michael, and he watches this show, and he's a businessman in Portland. He's trying to help save that city. Mm, poor Michael. Uh, he's probably going to protest because he travels to Texas a lot. But no, hey, keep him. 
Keep them there. Keep the crazy Californians. Keep them all. We're pretty good here in Texas. We don't need any of that here. Well, they said uh, the Portland City Council stands unified in its belief that all people should have the right to choose if and when they carry a pregnancy. I'm pretty sure you choose that whenever you, you do the act. Uh, and that the decisions they make are complex, difficult, and unique to their circumstances. The ban will be in effect until the state of Texas withdraws its unconstitutional ban on abortion or until it is overturned in court. City Legal Counsel is currently evaluating the legal aspects of this proposed resolution. Oh, my God, Eric, not the communists. Yeah, they're not coming to Texas. What self, will we do? Self-important. What will we do? I don't care who, where you're at on the subject of abortion. That's the silver lining of all of this. That a bunch of brainless leftists are on I'm the coming. internet. Yeah, talking I'm like, about, oh, oh well, no. we can't. We can't go to Texas. Thank you. Like, yeah. uh, if nothing else, if nothing else, that is a positive thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it probably goes uh, one way when it comes to trade in Portland, especially yeah. when it comes to oil uh, and, and other things. I don't think that's a hill that they certainly want to die on. This is more of just political posturing. Oh, yeah. It's certainly all that this is. This doesn't mean certainly um, anything. Look, I don't know what's going to come of this. Definitely with the federal government involved, hopefully, if nothing else, or more we get more silver linings, and that is that Texas starts to get enough of, uh, you know, the lower extremities to say, screw the federal government and we become a, a, a nation state on our own. I would love that. That would be fantastic. And maybe this will be the, the tipping point where the federal government finally gets to told to go screw themselves. Because at what what do, what can they do? What are they going to do? Oh, come on. You can't do that. We're going to do it. What now? What? They, they what can't are you do, do nothing. You know what? I love what you just said. Hey, we're not going to send anything your way anymore. We don't need any. Hey, how about we stop sending anything your way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how right. about we turn the valve That's off? the funny thing about like when it comes to like, oh, these these pro, well, they're not pro trade at, at all. Let me say that. <laughs> uh, leftists have never been pro like free trade. But certainly with the like migration thing, we're seeing that with the vaccine as well. You notice that these whole open borders, free free movement, freedom of movement. As soon as you get to talking about vaccines and now we're talking about abortion, they want to stop movement of people from moving around that disagrees with them. That's hilarious how that works out like that. What's the first thing they did with Chad? and shop when they secured that perimeter oh, yeah. we need power yeah, exactly. yeah. we need food yeah. yeah i was like oh okay yeah, yeah let's, exactly. let's can we make some deals yeah, guys can exactly. we can we make some deals <laughs> we called ourselves autonomous but oh didn't know what that meant exactly yeah exactly uh i um, this reminds me of like all of these leftists on twitter that have just been you know freaking out still about the new texas law and they're like well, to to ban or to uh, to say that we hate it, we're gonna stop having sex with men, and we're like, great! I think that's a great <laughs> idea that you stop having irresponsible sex with multiple partners exactly. and having abortions. Like, I it, think if you have works. less they're irresponsible, all, so there are alternatives and to, less abortions. Wow. That you're right. That There's would actually be a great thing. Who knew? Who knew this was going to be an abstinence bill? This is a beautiful abstinence bill. We're solving a lot of problems. Don't you threaten me with a good time. That sounds amazing. But on a serious note, like out here in Texas, for those of us, those of you, the guys that watch the show, a lot of the movement when you talk about pro-life movement in this text, in this in this state, at the forefront of it are women. Yeah, I've hated how they've crafted this moronic discussion as if it's men rules, right? Like, and it's like. I don't think you understand what's really going. Most of the women that I, the people that I know that are speaking so much about this that I've known in my life, 
have all been women mm-hmm. for the most part that because that, it's so close to home, right. uh, certainly for them. So they need to kind of dispel that moronic narrative that it's men doing something to the women's bodies as if there's no f- women that are like at the forefront right. of any of it. But this. Eric, right. again, it's because they bought into this fake feminist movement in this country that yeah. the feminists in this country are really about women's rights and they're not. They're about themselves. It's like a, you know, a, you know, a self-elevating you know, movement yeah. and, and it is women fighting this fight. Absolutely. Predominantly in Texas, 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, if you're like me, you have a sweet tooth, but you don't want to pack on the pounds when you snack throughout the day, you got to try Built Bar. It is a protein bar, but it is delicious. You feel like you're cheating on your diet. You feel like you're eating a candy bar, but you're not. You're eating something that is low in calories and carbs, low in sugar, but high in protein and fiber. Yaku knows. I know, and I love it. He, I really do. It's my favorite part, legitimately. Yeah. And I was an athlete for a very long time. Yeah. I've had my fair share right, of, of protein, protein bars. bars. Okay? And I really hate protein bars. Yeah, I mean, you it's eat Because it's cardboard or it's a ton yes, of sugar. And it, yes. it, this was the first bar, honestly. Real chocolate, number one. And that's my favorite, chocolate. Yeah. And yeah. then the bar is loaded with protein. And it tastes great. Yeah. Really, low um, sugar. I keep offering them to Eric, but he doesn't like chocolate because he's a weirdo. Hey, man, yeah. I'm telling you, Bill, a, hit me up. We'll get one that's not chocolate-based, and we'll, a uh, we'll sell it. giant weirdo. That was the, the look. Really what quick. do you want to cook Sorry, Bill Barr, but my but my husband Anything doesn't like chocolate. chocolate. My husband doesn't like chocolate, and I was like, "This is a red flag for me. What's wrong with you? Are you a sociopath that you don't like chocolate?" Uh, but for those of you normal people who love chocolate the way that God intended, you got. I'm dropping phones over here. You got to go to built.com. Use promo code News15. You'll save 15% off of your order. They've got a ton of flavors to choose from. You got to check it out. It is built.com. Promo code News15. The mom of a fourth grade student in Las Vegas, Nevada, is, um, I can imagine, very upset after a substitute teacher reportedly, oh, this like makes my blood boil just reading it, reportedly taped a mask to her son's face after he mistakenly took it off during class. She has since filed a police report and is calling for the teacher's resignation. He went to get a sip of water. And forgot to put the mask back on, which is understandable considering he's freaking nine. So the substitute thought it would be a great idea to drag him in front of the entire class and apply the tape. Um, <clears throat> I just have to say, I would be in jail, I think, yep. if this was done to my son. Uh, I would be in jail and I would not even feel the least bit bad about it. Clark County School District said uh, in a statement, the district is aware of the isolated incident and is dealing with the employee through the proper channels. The principal proactively notified the family of the investigation. And of course, this is a school district that still has a mask mandate in place for the uh, entire school year for students over the age, all students over the age of two to wear face masks while indoors and on school buses, regardless of vaccination status. I I just cannot even tell you how incensed I would be if this was my child. I agree with you. There would be physical bodily harm on the the other person Mm -hmm. because they created physical and emotional harm to this child. To my child. 100%, Right. right? right? Who is nine. Nine, right, by an adult. Right. Okay, who's radicalized by a system who doesn't care about the child, where your job as a teacher 
and I was raised by one my whole life, is to put the child first. The child first, not policy first. Mm -hmm. We're talking about giving nine-year-old CO2 poisoning, you know, toxic fumes all day, you know. And for what? For zero, for nothing. <laughs> they're, they're not a danger, they're not at risk. Please have them get the COVID virus, get the immune bodies and, and antibodies and get over with it. But I'm telling you, I hope this family owns the school oh, district. Oh, sue them I'm for talking everything. about you going for some unholy number. Oh, like absolutely. Go for, you know, something obscene, 50, 70 million dollars and, and bodily harm and emotional harm and tack 10 years on it and you, you know, you, you defamed the child. I mean, this is, this kind of stuff is where I go. You have to, and I don't promote physical violence, okay, for the, but you go after the bully and proverbially with the law, punch them in the mouth. Mm. You do not just, oh, you know what, it's okay, they're handling it. No. Yaku saying go with the law. I'm saying, I, listen, you do that to my kid. I'm not responsible for what takes place afterwards because I think I like I would just black out uh, yep. like full of yep. rage and yep. anger and see red. And I, I would just come to and be like, I don't know what I did. Officer. I just see your SUV coming through the wall <laughs> into the principal's <laughs> All office. All the way through. <laughs> Eric. This. Oh, Eric's like, you parents are psycho. Yeah. He doesn't know yet. You'll yeah. see. Parents no, are crazy. You'll yes, see. Like, so I, my I child, think, yes, I am. I, I think it's not even that, because I totally understand that. I think, uh, to be honest, and this is where I'm going to be critical of a lot of people out there, I think the the people that are psychotic that are still dropping these babies in, in these indoctrination yes. camps. Yes, yes. Y'all telling me, and this is I know going to be unpopular with a lot of y'all, y'all telling me how much y'all really hate y'all's kids. When they got them taping a, taping a mm -hmm. mask to their face, like the, the fact that they even got y'all wearing them, these yes. nine-year-olds yes. wearing them is already a fundamental issue. Yes. The fact that still, knowing that there are, there are people out there that are still like, I'm dropping them off there. Yeah. I don't for once believe that, and I'm not saying it's just because I'm childless, because you on crack cocaine, if you think I'm putting my child <laughs> when I do have them in those indoctrination camps, you're crazy. But a lot of people, unfortunately, look at this as this big, like, um, daycare center, yeah. and they don't really care about their, their kids. It's more of a means to get away from them, and then they wonder why the next generation of brainless come come out with neon-colored hair tossing bricks in the Starbucks <laughs> and stuff. Well, you you done gave them access to them for eight hours, eight hours five days a week. What the hell else was they going to come out thinking? Yeah. But seriously, guys, the fact that that's even a policy is a fundamental problem, and I think at some point we got to start turning mirrors on these, on these parents. Bad parenting. On, on these parents that are like, I'm like, what are y'all doing? I get it. Finding alternatives, definitely to public school, is not an easy. You went through that. I that's did. not a. That's not I'm an easy school. thing. Yeah, but no, it's not. if you love the child, it's worth it. You make the adjustment, yes. man. Hey, we're homeschooling they're now. They're taping. Yes. They're taping. We are yes. homeschooling it's now because it. because the Africa would come out of me. Okay? <laughs> I'm it. just telling you, and that is. <laughs> Stuff we can't discuss on this show. Yeah. Okay? I hear you. Yeah. I just, unbelievable. I mean, I, I'm not from Africa, but the Africa would come out of me, too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's the motherland. Be, yeah. We're all there at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Better how far you go down. Come on. Dude, they touch you, child. Hey, don't forget to uh, go wherever you get your audio podcast. Listen, it's just that if you're tired of me repeating the same thing at the end of the program, then you would go 
to wherever you get your audio podcasts, you would subscribe, you would rate, and you would review the news and why it matters. And obviously, you would rate it five stars because, I mean, you would rate it ten stars if you could, but I don't think they let you do that. Rate it five stars because it deserves nothing less. And as an added bonus, if you give us a good review, you may see your review read live on air like the one today from Lemons6661, who says, great show. The two shows I catch daily is this one and for canon's sake. Oh, nice. Love the content. Um, for canon's sake. Uh, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> I feel like someone... Oh, right, that's Eric's show. That is a good review. Right there. <laughs> I appreciate that. I Support appreciate my that. brother. Yes, and uh, one more from Chaz Lindholm, who says, great pod. Thanks for the great work. We appreciate it, you guys. And remember, not only will we uh, satisfy your ego by letting you uh, see your review live on air, but it also helps more people be able to find the show so that they can stop listening. Yes, stop listening to mainstream media. Start listening to the real news and why it matters. Uh, Don't forget, follow Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show, Eric July, Young Rippa, 5'9", and also, uh, shameless plug, for my beauty brand. American, American Beauty, Beauty by Sarah.com. Go there. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.